Welcome to Yoga Wisdom. Questions about how to live your yoga in daily life answered by Integral Yoga founder Sri Swami Sachidananda. Please share with us some of your experiences with Shivanandaji. We all love to hear more about Guru. Guru-disciple relationship from you, your divine life. Well, I don't know what I have to say. Eh? I've said the same thing again and again. There's nothing much. The eh? relationship is, I gave myself to him, and he works through me, worked through me, works through me. And uh, whatever happens, nothing is strange to me then. Good or bad, it's his job. So if you really give up totally, things will begin to happen, and you don't take the credit. That's the advantage of giving up. How may I love better? My heart is closed like a fist, and needs to be opened like a flower. Hmm. Well, you have to... Hmm? At least knowing this itself is a good beginning. Find out why it is closed, what for, hmm? what is the reason, hmm? and what do you get by that? Hmm? Is there any real benefit by being like that? the pros and cons. You will see a lot of disadvantage in being closed. When you close your heart, it's almost like you fence around, put a fence around your house. Literally you are fencing yourself, you are putting yourself in a prison, but you don't let others to come in. And neither you can go out. So, when you think of all these things, you begin to open up. Think of the nice things, how nice it would be if I open up. The advantages and the disadvantages of being closed. And again, don't think that you can ever do everything just by your capacity alone. Know that there is a higher power grace to help you, but you have to sincerely ask for it. Unless you ask, you won't get it. Mere asking, you are opening. It's not that uh, God is waiting for you to ask, or God is miserly. No. The, the, the process of asking itself is opening. You cannot ask without opening. So open your heart. Even if you can't open your heart to people, open your heart to God. Then you will know hmm, how to open your heart to people also. So pray sincerely. Trust in a higher power. Trust in God. 
many, many things are wrought by prayers than the world dreams of. So let us believe in sincere prayer. It's a great thing to achieve. It's a very simple one also. If we have that kind of mind, good heart and innocent heart, what we can achieve by ourselves is very little. But what we can achieve with the help of God is plenty. And we don't lose anything by giving ourselves to God. As Maniki Vasagar said, I gave myself to you. So in return you gave yourself to me. Who is the winner in this business? He asked. With me you are not going to do anything. You are not going to gain anything. I will be a sort of another burden to you. One more stomach to feed. Because I am that lazy. Useless. Incapable of doing even a little thing. But with you, I can do many things. With you, I can have everything in the world. So you see, though you call it a fair business, you lost. He <laughs> says that, yes. We can do that business with God. We should learn to have that kind of closeness to God. So don't always think of you, 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 your capacity. For anything and everything. Sometimes we say, we talk a lot about God, faith, I have faith. But uh, our own life should prove that. If you have that complete, absolute faith, you should be always happy, joyful, even under severe sufferings. You may have severe handicaps. Another saint, Tirnavakarasu, one of the four Saiva saints, well-known Saiva saints, he says, Kutrayanavarivilakkahalir. Lord, I know you gave me the stomachache. He was, he was suffering with severe stomachache. And he says, Kutrayanavarivilakkahalir, Kodumayipala naan chaydariyen. I don't know what I did. Certainly I might have done a lot, but I don't remember. Maybe not in this birth, but in the past birth. So you have given me this terrible headache, terrible stomachache. But one thing I know, you want me to trust you completely. And probably that's the only way you can do this to me. You are very kind in making me think of you. True. That's what he said. You are very kind. Otherwise, why should he even worry about me and give me this problem? You wouldn't even be thinking of me. The very fact that you are thinking of me, you thought of me and you are giving me this problem makes me happy because with this I can never forget you. Yes. With pleasure I may forget you, but with pain I can never forget you. 
So give me the courage. Let me purge it out completely. I'm not asking you to get rid of it right away. But give me the strength and continue give me this problem until I purge out all that. Because I know you are you are a merciful person. You want to bring the beauty, the, the pure part of me. So you are simply rubbing me and scrubbing me out. You are cleaning me out. It hurts me, I know. And you too know that. But I know that you are not unnecessarily hurting me. If there is another simple way, you could have done it better. But probably my problem is too tough. You couldn't have done any other way, so this is the only way you are doing it. Go ahead, do it. All I request is, give me the courage. Give me the understanding. Let me accept it. What a beautiful prayer. With this kind of prayer, we can face any problem in life. Nothing is going to shake us. Whether it is physical or mental, caused by people or caused by nature. That means we have to have that absolute faith. We may talk about a lot of various practices. Integral yoga. What is integral yoga? Make a, make a big list. Huh? Karma yoga, japa yoga, jnana yoga, mantra yoga, tantra yoga, bhakti yoga. But the simplest thing, the one and only thing is just have faith. An ounce of faith moves mountains. Nandre say why, pida say why, nano idat kanayagami. Manikavasa says, Lord, whatever you do, I am not responsible for it. You are doing it. It's your action. This saint, Ramalingam, he has beautifully said that. Uttu hindanai, unnu hindanam. Mel urakku hindanai, urangu hindanam. And he goes on saying, the meaning is, Lord, you are feeding me, I am eating. Otherwise, I won't even eat my food. You think I am eating with my capacity? No. You are feeding me. You are putting me to sleep, I am sleeping. Not but my sleeping pill puts me to sleep. You are my sleeping pill. When you want me to sleep, I sleep. When you want me to eat, I eat. When you want me to see, I see. You show this, I see. Without you, I cannot even see. When you want me to be happy, you make me happy, and I am happy. When you want to move me around, I move. How many times, how many of you, you would have yourself said, when are you going to stop moving, running around? Aren't you tired? 
Probably the more people say, the more I seem to be moving around. You think it's I, my plan? No. You make me dance, I dance. I'm just the puppet. You pull the string. Not only me, he says. I'm not the only one. Maybe I know that it's all you. Many may not know. But not knowing is not taking away from the true fact. They may not know, but the fact is that you are moving them and they are moving. But unfortunately, because of the ego, they think that they are moving by themselves. I'm sorry for those poor people, but at least I'm glad that you showed me that and I realized that. So, Vagila Godi Mibhagayanal, Tirtu Anbarakanba, Nindanada Chittamanti, Yan Saivadandilaye. When that is so, what is it that I am doing? It's all you. Then we realize that truth. And that's what you call faith. Once it gets rooted in our life, the whole life will be totally a different life. You won't see anything other than peace and joy. That's what all the scriptures, all the great sages and saints said. Faith, faith, faith. In very, very simple, simple stories, Ramakrishna has proved it, showed it to the world. Look at that child who made the God eat his pudding. There are many, many stories, true stories in life, happen that way. Swamiji, can I ask one question? Sri Ramalingam says, when I when I'm in a dance, I dance. I'm not doing it, you're doing it. Who's that I he's talking about? Is it just the body? Well, he doesn't worry about that. He doesn't worry. Whatever he is, whatever we say, I, that's the I. Doesn't matter. Don't worry about huh? who is asking that question. <laughs> hmm? So, doesn't matter. Whatever you think of yourself, be, be that way. Don't go into philosophical analysis. When I give a nice spanking, you say, ah, who is that ah? Who said ah? Yeah. Who, who, who cried? Who killed? You held. Hmm? Hmm? As somebody, didn't I? Who, now you are asking this question, who? Who is asking this question? So leave all that botheration to so-called intelligent people. <laughs> if you are hungry, cry.
Hmm? <laughs> you are sleepy, cry. Lift me up or throw me to the bottom, fine. All I know is, some guy is doing something. Why worry about it? Hmm? Whatever you do, do. Do well. You know your job. And don't ask me who, is he a he or a she or an it or this or where is he, why do you look up, is he not here within you? I'm not worried about all that. <laughs> hmm? Simple. If you don't have anything else, break your brain with all those things. <laughs> and go mad. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the simplest, simplest. Swami Krishna said that the simplest thing is total bhakti. Just have faith. Once uh, an ashram like this, uh, uh, as we, we don't have cows here. Normally some of the ashrams keep cows and goats. We don't have. So, uh, a maid used to supply milk to the ashram. When she used to come from the neighboring village, there was a big river in between. And every time she has to come, catch a boat and come across and bring the milk. One day she got really late. And of course the Swami, after his meditation, he always looks for a nice cup of coffee. with fresh milk, eh? and uh, he didn't get the milk that day. So he asked the assistant, is that what happened? Oh, the milkmaid didn't come today. Why, what, what's wrong? I don't know, we are waiting for it. So she came almost an hour and a half late. And then uh, she just casually asked, how come, why, you used to come punctually, what happened today? Oh, the river was in floods. Eh? And even the boatmen couldn't cross it. So I had to wait huh? till the river subsided a little and the boatman was strong enough and confident enough to bring us across. And he jokingly said, huh, What is this? You come here, give me milk and sit and sometimes listen to the satsangs. Huh? Just with my satsang, people cross the big ocean of life. Can't you cross this little river? Sorry, I never thought of it. I will remember it. She went back. And of course the rain was pouring every day from that day onwards. And they expected her to be late at least until the rain stops. But the next day she was punctual. The next day again he was punctual. Two days, three days, regularly. How come even the rain doesn't stop? The river must be still more high floods. How come that you are very punctual? Swami, you gave me the trick. I know that now. I don't need to wait for the boat. What? <laughs> what? Yes, Swami, I don't need to wait for the boat. And how do you come? All I know is I just think of you. Because you you were the one who showed me the way. I just think of you. 
the guru and walk. You, you really walk in the water? Yes. On the water? No, the water comes up to the ankle, but that's all. It doesn't come any further. See, my, even my, my sari didn't get wet. He, he became very suspicious. <laughs> Can I see you doing that? So why not? Come on. I have to go back anyway. Come. He went there and he started walking. The water was only ankle deep. But still, the, the water was in floods, the river. He said, come on, come on, Swamiji. He was a little embarrassed. So, still he wanted to try. Maybe something might happen. <laughs> so he stepped into the water. The water started rising up. And as it raised, he took the dhoti up and up and up. And he looked. Swamiji, with your name in mind, I am walking and you can't walk yourself. Lady, I am only a ladder. I can make others go up, but I can't go. <laughs> he walked back and he felt so ashamed eh, that he eh, was a scholar and he learned too much eh, all the philosophies. Eh. And he felt, now I can't undo all that I have done to me. I may have to die to become a, 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 a sort of milkmaid hmm? to cross the ocean. Sorry, I made a mistake in learning all these things. He said, Katradallam marandu kanam kudaviyana uttirukku jnana mudikkim. The essential teaching of Ramakrishna. Forget all that you learnt if you can. Become a baby you will experience enlightenment. Didn't Jesus say so? Where did the kingdom lie? Among the children. But now where does it lie? Among the evangelists. Television programs. You can't gain God by just talking philosophy. A simple God should be approached a simple way. God is the simplest thing in life. In life, the easiest and the simplest is God, and the nearest is even nearer than your heart. With our own intelligence. So-called, oh, I can get it. I am an educated person, MA, PhD. I'm a yogi. It's pity. What can we do? Oh, God, take care of them. Mm. What's your advice to an un- unhappy person? Don't be unhappy. <laughs>
Nobody is going to make you unhappy. You make yourself unhappy. So don't become unhappy. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Forget about you and your unhappiness. Just think of God. Simplest way. Don't even need to worry about why am I unhappy? That's introspection. That's also needs a lot of intelligence. <laughs> yeah, I might have said so. Find out why you lost your peace. Why am I diseased? What disturbed my peace? What disturbed me? That's all for lecture, okay? Today I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> Simply tell God, God, you are making me unhappy, I'm happy to be unhappy. <laughs> if, that, if that's what you want to do, fine. Go ahead, I'm happy to be unhappy. <laughs> Maybe you, you are happy in seeing me unhappy. Go ahead. Like my own son once said that. And he was a little, little boy. Almost like Ananda. Or even younger than Ananda. He was crying for something and the mommy said, No, you can't get it. And he started crying a little louder. And he said, You can continue to cry. You are not going to get it by crying. You know, immediately he turned around and said, all right, I cry. So your son is crying, you are going to watch him crying. Eh? All right, let him cry. And you started crying. <laughs> you are going to watch your son crying, let him cry. And you started crying. Huh? <laughs> And that's what we should do with God. Yeah. All right, you make me unhappy. All right, make me unhappy. Huh? <laughs> Maybe you are going to be happy by seeing me unhappy. Go ahead. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Ramalingam went one step further, Saint Ramalingam. All right, you make me unhappy, I'm unhappy. But don't put yourself to shame. <laughs> because everybody else knows that I trust you totally. <laughs> and if you are going to make me unhappy, they will think, my goodness, this fellow is totally in trust with that God, and that God is simply making him suffer this much. What kind of God he is, they would say. <laughs> Aren't you ashamed of that term? <laughs> At least for your sake. For your name's sake, don't bother me anymore. <laughs> That's what he said. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. You are not hurting me, you are hurting yourself. <laughs> yeah. and, to, and to see, even to tell these things to God, 
how much of closeness, how much of communication you should have with God. Hmm? That is the beauty of total devotion. It's, a, it's totally a different life, different joy. All the rest is just maybe created by you. You can be happy if you want to be, but you have made yourself happy. But compare this happiness with the happiness that you would get by God. When God makes you happy, it will be a super happiness. You cannot make yourself that happy. When you are that close to God, nothing, nothing is going to bother you. Is it right to have that attitude even when the unhappiness seems to be seems to be caused by your own foolishness and doing what you know is wrong? Well, at once, if you are really that high in your trust in God, Okay, if you want me to be a fool, let me be a fool. Why should I worry about that? What would people say? I am a fool. Who am I? Your child. Yeah, you, you don't need to be even afraid of being a fool. Yeah. Even that is not in my hands. And that's what it is. You are showing me, I am seeing. You didn't show me, I didn't see. Is it my fault? No. When you have that kind of faith, then you can never be a fool. You got the right knowledge. All other things, literally, with compared to this knowledge, everything is foolishness. Everything is foolishness. Things will automatically fall into place. Like Brahma, Brahm, Brahma, what's his name? He's a Brahma Samajist in Calcutta, very rich man and very powerful leader of the Brahma Samaj. He became a disciple of Ramakrishna, but he had all the vices. So he came to Ramakrishna and said, I want to be your devotee, but at the same time I can't get away from all these vices. I don't know what to do. If you are going to shun me because of this, I'll be really unhappy. Ramakrishna smiled at him and said, All right, you be my devotee, and whatever you do, do it, but do it in my name. Offer it to me. Even if so-called vice doesn't matter, do whatever you want, but say, I'm offering it to him. I don't know, that 
That seemed to be very simple. Huh? So I can do everything and still say, it's all for you. Hmm? You sure? And he immediately went back home and went into a, a prostitute's house, opened a bottle, took the... Oh, I have to offer it to Ramakrishna. <laughs> he hesitated, then he put it in the mouth. No, I, how can I do that? He never drinks. If I offer it, it will go to him. No. And that, that's the end of it. He, could, he couldn't do anything. Finished. <laughs> he just <laughs> sat there, chatted for a while and came back home. Because he really meant yes. When he said, accepted, yes, I will certainly do everything and offer it to you, he meant it. Not theoretically, is it, oh, I will offer it simple, easy, eh? is a tricky way, but he really meant it. So he felt, how could I do that? That's what. The minute you offer yourself to God, I'm God's child, how could I do that? Hmm. How can even God allow me to do that? He will not. That kind of confidence comes in. Just as close, and you can't feel that surrender. Well, then, what can you do? You uh, uh, wait until the time comes. Hmm? The world and your own life and sufferings will educate you ultimately. Even that won't, theoretically, you cannot get that. Hmm. Yes, but even, even, even the prayer. The prayer also comes when you have total faith in God. You cannot really wholeheartedly pray with the feeling that, oh, I can do something myself, I am praying. Even there you have to have complete faith in that. It's a sort of surrendering again. I surrender, there's no way. You help me, God. And that is surrendering. Until then, sometimes even our prayer is halfway. Because we project our own image and pray, I pray, because I pray, you should do this to me. In a way, when the total surrendering comes, you don't even need to pray. Why should I pray? If you are going to do this to me, after I pray, what kind of knowledge do you have then? Huh? Huh. Should I tell you what you should do to me? Should I remind you? You know what I need huh? and you are going to give me. And you know what I don't need and you will never give me even if I ask for. And with all that if I had to ask something and if I ask, even that desire to ask was put in me by you. That's what Manikyavasakar says, If 
there is any desire and if I have to ask you something, even that desire was created by you, I know that. You make me ask you, I ask you. And the total surrendering is that. And it comes when everything else fails in a way. Everything else should fail. A great devotee, Draupadi, Pandava's wife, she used to communicate with Karna so much, Krishna, but with all that, under a terrible situation, when somebody was trying to put her to shame by stripping her out, she still trusted her own capacity and she was holding tight. And same time, calling for Lord. But at one point she realized that she cannot even hold it tight by herself. It's too late. At that point, forget it. I cannot save myself. Why worry about it? If you want, save me. Otherwise, do whatever you want to me. She just raised her hand up. The help came right away. And that's what you call total giving up. And that giving up comes only when you try your best and fail. So that's why, in a way, a devotee would be happy to see that everything fails in his life. <laughs> Sooner the better. Then we know, yes, there is some, something beyond me. Even if one thing happens according to our thinking, immediately want, hey, see, I did it. So it is the failure that becomes good stepping stones to go up, up, up. More failure means more stepping stones. Faster you climb up. What about the saying that says, God helps those who help themselves? Yes. And what is the help? You, he you help yourself? Just trying to do your best. Yes. And then ultimately you realize <laughs> That's good enough. Then you are really helping yourself. That's it. The real help is to realize that you are nothing. That's what the real help one can get oneself. Sooner you help yourself, better. Otherwise, what is that, uh, what other help we can do to ourselves? The only help is, I don't know anything, I don't have the capacity, I am humble enough. And God is working through me. Whatever is necessary, He will do me, make me do. Whatever is necessary, He will give me the experience. But um, in a way, the highest Vedantic, the highest philosophy is very difficult to experience the Self. I am the Self. The same way it's very difficult to give up this I. We talk a lot about surrender, but it's very, very hard. Unless we really 
got beaten enough. Look at any, any life of any saint. How much of suffering they have gone through. How many disappointments in life. Any, any saint. There may be few exceptions. That means they have paid the price before. That is the reason why adversities are blessings in disguise, we say. Look for the pain, look for the adversities, learn the lesson. Help yourself in learning that lesson quick. Before studying and practicing yoga, I never felt guilt. <laughs> now when I do something in an unyogic way, I realize how far I am from self-mastery and I feel guilty about that. Any suggestions? Feel more guilty. Hmm? At least you know how far away you are. At the same time, that self-mastery will not come just by myself. I cannot acquire it by myself. I cannot do it myself. I have to seek the help. That's why in one sense yoga is a little dry and mental. I can do it. That's, that's the beauty in bhakti. So if we could combine bhakti with yoga, it will be beautiful. Even to get self-mastery, you, you may not have the strength, may not have the capacity. There are so many things that tempt us in our life. It's very hard to be master of all those situations. It's very slippery road. Every step pulls you on different directions. Too slippery. So then you have to look for somebody to hold your hand and take you out. It's a quicksand. Every effort in a quicksand you should not even move. If you stay quietly, you may stay a little longer. If you move a little, you go very fast. So the minute you know, you realize that it's quicksand, all you have to do is look for help. Lord, stretch your hand. Please hold me. Pull me out. Well, seem to be. Hmm? What's happening to me today? Hmm? Seem to be all too bhakti, bhakti, bhakti. Hmm? Hmm? How do you know which path is for you? Sannyas are household. They are not different. Both are same. If you are a householder, become a sannyasi. If you are a sannyasi, become a householder. 
doesn't matter which path you take. Eh? You hold the right hand. Every path is wonderful. He will put you through, take you through any path. No matter what, what the path is. Hold the hand tight. He'll pull you out of it. Sattayal pambara salambol yalam attuvan irayana arindu ninjame Thetamundara irai arulil nitpayel vittaram turavaram irandum menmaye Another great saint, Thayumanavar, who lived in Trichnapoli, South India. The presiding deity of Trichnapoli shrine is Thayumanavar Swami. Rock temple, some of you might have seen that. It's here, that's it there. That pit picture, that the box inside, that is the rock temple. The deity is called Thayumanavar Swami. And this Thayumanavar was the uh, Prime Minister to the King of that area, Trishnapali. His works are still available. He was asked sometime, which is good, sannyas or household? And this was his answer. If you realize that you are nothing but a top, spun around and somebody is playing you, it doesn't matter where you are. Sattayal pambara jalambol. Sattay means the long string that you entwine around the top, you know, the top. So the top doesn't play by itself. Somebody has to play. And he plays it with strings twisted. So the same way you are the top and the string is your dharma, karma. The string is as long as your karma. You have too, too many karmas, you have too long a string, so he has, the winding is too much. And then he just swings you with that. He lets you swing with your own karma, karma rope. So if you realize that it's not that I choose to be a sannyasi, I choose to be a householder. If it happens, let it happen. But your conscience would say that. It just happened, fine, accept it. If you go and choose, you cannot say, oh, God did that to me. Huh? That's why. It just has to happen that way. Without your consciously looking for it, miraculously it happens. All of a sudden you see with a partner, or all of a sudden you see all alone, renounced. Things will happen. So when God thinks that He should put you into that classroom and educate you, He will put you there. Go ahead, go. Find a partner, serve her, get a few children, serve them. That's an education. He puts you in that classroom. Sometimes he may put you in another classroom. That's why I happily say, 
people want to be sannyasi, all right. If they want to be householder, all right. Do it. Try it. There's nothing wrong in it. Whatever you do, ultimately you should realize this. Hmm? I am the puppet. Hmm? And the big papa is petting me. <laughs> papa pet. <laughs> Finish it. The simplest, easiest thing. And that's what the Korean monk the other day said, I know nothing. I don't know. <laughs> Is it not? At the Zen monastery? You came, no? What, what did he say? I don't know. <laughs> that was his teaching. <laughs> Then who knows? I don't know. <laughs> so let us open our heart. Huh? Let us at least believe that there is a, a, a great force, infinite force, infinite power. Huh? That's ready to take your hand and march you, play with you, guide you. Just put yourself in that hand. So simple then. Like a little baby sitting on the, on the shoulder of the papa, going for a carnival. You can just sit on the high and enjoy everything. It's papa's business to take care of you. You don't need to worry about it. Yeah, it's what sometimes when I see Ananda sitting on Brahman's shoulder, or Prabhu sitting, riding on his dad's Rama's shoulder, I, I, I envy them sometimes. How happy they are. Just they look around all over. No fear of getting lost or anything. So, until we totally give up ourselves in His hand, at least know that that's the truth, that is the safest way. You don't need to go looking for a safe way. Here is safe way. You get everything available here. <laughs> Just use your master charge. Ultimately, you'll become partners of the seers. Huh? <laughs> 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 
you are really sweet, sweet children, huh? Well, it's a really joy to sit here and play with you. Om Trayambatam Yajamahe Sukhandhim Pushyvardhanam Thanks for listening to this Integral Yoga Multimedia Podcast. We hope you'll subscribe. For more information on Sri Swami Satchidananda and Integral Yoga, please visit us online at integralyoga.org.